The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I, Baruch Hashem, I, I, I don't like to call it the mother, I like to call it mommy. Right? I, have a, I have a mommy. No, I'm getting through this. I have a mommy, and she's amazing. She should live and be well. And she, my mother, um, when my parents were first married, my, uh, my parents had difficulty having children. And my mother made a promise to Hashem. She made a deal. Because if you know my mother, it wasn't like one of those... <laughs> it wasn't one of those... I was just thinking, like, this is not a nice thing to say about my mother. But if you knew my mother, she would be like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. I'm proud of it. She, she, she wasn't one of those, Hashem, if you give me children... It wasn't one of those things at all. It wasn't done on a mountaintop. It wasn't... It was none of that. It was my mother sitting there being like, listen, you owe me kids. <laughs> now I understand whatever you got going on up there is important and you're holding things back. I get it. I get it. But I'm willing to throw down. She said I, she had a good job. She had a good... She said, I'm going to put every ounce of who I am into these children. That's all I'm going to do. That's going to be my only job. That's going to be all I have. That's going to be my everything. I'm going to put everything I have into these children. And Baruch Hashem, she was... Uh, she, you know, the doctor said that they couldn't have uh, any kids and when they had one they said it was a miracle when they had seven uh, I don't know I don't know I don't know what that is miracle times seven to the seventh power I don't know how that works and <clears throat> and I remember now, now looking back I'm always able to see where my mother really put this in because a mother it's not a sacrifice it's that I love that thing so much I love outside of myself so deeply so deeply that I give from who I am so quickly, without even a thought, my reaction is that I give from who I am to them. My mother, I used to call her when I was in high school. I, I was out of town for high school. Um, and my mother used to, uh, and I used to call my mother, I guess, I, now looking back, I was homesick. I was a very tough, you know, high school kid and everything, so I would never have admitted that, but I'm sure I was homesick of some kind. And I used to call my mother, um, it was probably just about every single day. Now that I look back, it's really weird. But, you know, thank God, I'm already married, and I didn't have to mention that on dates, so we're good to go. And I, I used to call my mother probably just about every day. And, and she, and I used to think to myself when hanging up the phone, like, she has nothing to do all day. It's amazing. She's like, just, she must be so bored all day because no matter what time it was that I called, and this is how a moron like this thinks, no matter what time it was that I called, she had an hour to sit there schmoozing with me on the phone. And she never used to ask me. She never once asked me, are you, you know, are you, are you going to class? Are you doing well? Do you have a good... Never asked me any of these things. The first thing she would always ask me is, the first thing she would always ask me is, do you have everything you need? Is there anything you need? Is there anything I can send you? And, and no matter what I would have asked for, and I never, I, we didn't have like these big hasagas of, of things back then. So, you know, I remember, you know, I would ask for a bottle of soda and a cuckish cake. I don't know why. I don't like either of those things. But they were, that's what, I knew she had that and she would send it. And, and she would always, she would always spend the rest of the time just catching me up on what everyone else in the family is doing and then asking me advice on things. Like, like whatever I said was about to matter at all. She never listened, but she always asked me advice on whatever it was. I remember one time, my mother's a very strong person. I remember one time I got in trouble in science class. I don't know what I was doing. It was science class. And, and my teacher said, 
And uh, this poor guy, he didn't know what he was getting into. He said, he was like, uh, he was like, if you want, we could go to the office and call your mother. And my cousin was actually in the class with me. He's like, that is a bad idea. And he thought, the teacher thought that, <laughs> the teacher thought that my cousin meant that it's a bad idea for me, that my mother would kill me. He did not realize what, what he was getting into. And he called my mother. And this is exactly how the phone call went. He calls my mother. He's like, hello, Mrs. Ben He was being very tough. He's like, hello, Mrs. Ben Susan. Um, your son was acting out. Sorry, my name is my name is Mr. Uh, whatever, whatever, and she's and, and then he's like, yeah. So your son was acting. I'm a I'm a math te- I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a science teacher in, in the school, and like I, I saw him starting to slowly lose his fire a little bit, and then finally halfway through the thing, at the end he's like, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, no, of course, no, of course, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, okay, and then he hangs up the phone. He looks at me. He's like, she is not happy. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> It was not my idea. <laughs> I could have told you to avoid that at all. She always had our backs, no matter what it was. We were never right. She would always give it to us. We were never right. But you do not step toe-to-toe with her about her children because that is her job. That is everything she had was put into those kids. Every single thing. That, to me, I have such a clear idea of what mommy is, what mommy means. Mommy means that I get everything last. I don't want anything. I don't need anything. All I need to know is that they're taken care of. All I need to know is that they're happy. All I need to know is that they're doing well. And I will sacrifice everything and anything to make sure that happens. Before my mother, my grandmother, my father's mother, sent him away at, at, at 13 to America on a boat. And she sacrificed everything. She didn't see him again until he was already in his 20s. She missed all those years. She missed his chasana. She missed everything. Just to send him to learn Torah because she understood that that's what was going to make him great. She sacrificed from herself to do that. That's not, that's, that's a level above what we understand. And that's Lilmod Ulalamed. I had a friend of mine, Rabbi Kornblau. Um, Rabbi Yitzhak Kornblau. He lives in Lakewood now. We, we, um, we worked in Yeshiva and Israel together. And I remember his, his mother was Nifter, and he went back to America to, to Levi and to sit Shiva. And he came back, and I said, you know, tell me something about your mother. He's like, yeah, see, I know what you like. I'm going to tell you one thing. He's like, we're sitting by the Shiva, and we're all talking about, like, these funny things that we remember about my mother. I will never forget this. He goes, we're talking about these funny things that we remember about my mother. He's like, and, I, and everyone's laughing. Everyone's laughing. He's like, he was, I think, in the younger part of the family. And he said, remember how mommy always used to run to get the chicken wings for herself? Like when she would make a whole chicken, she would always grab the chicken wings for herself. She loved chicken wings. And her brothers and his brothers and sisters all started laughing. And his oldest sister told him, she's like, mommy hated chicken wings. He's like, what are you talking about? She always grabbed the chicken wings. She's like, no, she just knew that we all didn't like the chicken wings. So she ate the chicken wings. You have to realize how big that is. That your kid believes that this guy believed that my mother had nothing to do that day. She was so good. She was so good at it. She had nothing to do that day but talk to me. It was the most important thing she had to do that day. To the point that I felt good that I called my mother and I gave her something to do for an hour. I'm positive my father didn't eat supper the entire time I was in high school. (laughs) There is no way that it ever happened because she was on the phone with me. That is the idea of being able to give over from yourself. 
that you're bottle. It's not that. It's not that I, I'm sacrificing. It's that I can. I, my goal is here. Little mode. Little mode is that I learn to make myself great, but making myself great is worthless unless I'm giving that over. Unless my point is to hand that over to other people. For other people. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.